Hey friends, welcome to Boca, a podcast exploring the ever-blurring lines between the personal and business lives of professional photographers. This is your host, Nathan Holritz, and I'm happy that you can join me today in connecting with photographers and entrepreneurs as we discuss photography, business, and oh yeah, that sometimes messy thing that we call life. This podcast, it's brought to you by Photographer's Edit, custom image editing for the wedding and portrait photographer. Just visit photographersedit.com. All right, Boca Podcast listeners, we're here for another, what I'm calling a snapshot interview here at WPPI 2019. And actually with a new friend of mine, Lisette Gatliff, thank you so much for making time for the Boca Podcast. Thank you for having me here. And uh, we're going to talk about family, or maybe more broadly, balancing life and business, life and work. Uh, it's an interesting topic. It's one that's very close to us at Boca and, and at Photographer's Edit as well. We're going to get to that here in just a second. But if somebody were to ask you what your business, what you do professionally, and what your business represents, how would you sum that up in just 20, 30 seconds? Well, I basically am a wedding and family photographer. So I say that, you know, I capture your, from your I do's to your first child's birthday party. You know, I definitely, uh, you know, establish a relationship with my clients. So they, you know, want me for their family portraits and beyond the wedding. So do you ever, there is an interesting conversation about specialization, you know, whether it's weddings or portraits or commercial or otherwise. Do you ever find that you want to specialize even more, just shoot weddings or just shoot families? Or do you like that process of kind of from the I do's and on? Um, I do like weddings more. So I, I tend to concentrate on weddings and I just enjoy the whole day and the different types of photography that are incorporated into a wedding and challenging myself and the fast pace of the wedding. But once I'm doing a family portrait, I realize I enjoy that process too and the different kind of connection that I establish with my clients. So I think I basically that's what I'm going to stick with, both of those things, but not brought in into anything else. Just stick with people, you know, weddings and families. How long have you been a professional photographer at this point? I started out with uh, families about six years ago, and I've done weddings for officially about three years. So during that time frame, what's one of the biggest lessons that you've learned as a business owner? Like if you had, if you had 10, 15 seconds, you're riding in an elevator with somebody, you know they're a photographer, you had to give them a piece of advice, what would that piece of advice be? I would say to enjoy the process from becoming a beginner to progressing and just don't realize that you're not going to go from zero to 60. So just enjoy the fact that you're going to be improving and all of the learning and refining your techniques that you're going to do. Enjoy it. Just, you know, let it be a slower process. There's a tendency, I think, that I know that I have personally in life to be thinking down the road and maybe what's next and hoping for more instead of just enjoying the process as you're describing. So I think this is relevant both to life and business. Um, but I like that idea. There are there are so many wonderful opportunities to, or resources for that matter, to be able to refer to as a new photographer, to learn and to grow from, and to do so pretty quickly these days. But there's also no need to, to rush. I think that we can learn to enjoy the present and the experience, and that's a good idea. What is, as a, a wedding and portrait photographer, what is one of your favorite pieces of gear? I really, really love my 135 millimeter lens. It's just so pretty. You know, it's harder to do when I'm capturing families with kids but because I have to be farther away from them but as much as I can use it I love it so much 
and that's is that the Canon 135? Yes. Is it a 2.8 as well? It's Canon to 135 millimeter 2.0. A really, really fast lens. Do you ever have, um, this is something that, because I never shot, as a wedding photographer, and I shot for over 10 years, the, the fastest aperture that, that I might use was a 2.8. I guess there were an occasion where I would try to drop it down to 1.8, 1.4, maybe on a very, very rare occasion. But the thing that I, I noticed is that I had a hard time getting the eyes in focus. So do you regularly shoot at 2.0? And do you have issue with focus consistency? You know, with the 135, I do shoot at 2.0. When I, w- I started using, um, I, I, my first wedding was with a 50 millimeter 1.4. The entire wedding I shot with that, and it was fine. But uh, I definitely noticed that with the 50 millimeter lens. But with my 135, I think because I'm uh, there's enough distance also, I, I don't have a problem with that. Okay. Well, I'm, you're better than me then, because I, I had <laughs> countless, I don't know how many times I was looking through a gallery of images after I shot a wedding, and I'm noticing that, you know, maybe the bride's nose was in focus, but the, her, her eyes weren't. And I saw, this became a thing, I mean, I guess as technology improved and lenses were getting faster 10 years ago or so, in particular, photographers were shooting more and more wide open. And I was just thinking, how in the world are all these photographers shooting at 1.4 and just like tack sharp images? Is there, is there a secret to that? Well, actually, now that you mentioned that, I noticed that if I have movement, if I'm capturing people like jumping or dancing, you're right. I, I need to make that a little higher. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. So we were talking before I hit the record button about actually both. We, we each have two kids, a boy and a girl as well. Um, you said that your daughter's a little bit older, but being a mother, being a family person and running a business simultaneously is uh, a bit of a challenge. Uh, or it certainly can be. Um, we want to make sure that we're giving enough attention and focus to our kids, but then doing the same thing for our business for the sake of growth and, and scalability. And so I'm curious what one of the biggest lessons you've learned has been when it comes to this idea of balance. Um, I know different people to different people, the word balance even means different things. But what have you learned about this process as a parent and as a business owner? Well, when I first got into photography, I became a little obsessive. So I quickly, when, uh, one day my daughter mentioned that I had always had a laptop in front of me. <laughs> that was a turning point, and I realized I'm not doing so great at balancing the, the work and family life. So I realized uh, that I needed to start doing things to free up my time and really be present when I was with my family instead of feeling like I needed to be on my laptop to meet the deadlines that I was, you know, giving my clients. Um, so uh, I started outsourcing my editing. That was <laughs> that was big. And then also just carving out specific times in the day, especially when my kids were in, are in school, to focus on the business part and, uh, and then just making sure that I don't mix the two. So creating some distinction, like almost a, a cutoff point, if you will, between business and personal life, creating a, dis- a clear distinction between that. Because I, I noticed that um, some photographers, they, you know, they're, they're at dinner and they're glancing at their phone or they're hanging out maybe with their kids. And I'm, I'll be, I've been guilty of it as well. And, and you're, you've got work on your mind. And so you quickly pull out the phone and check for that email that you thought might come in or to see if a client's responded or whatever it might be. Um, it's easy to for work and life to just kind of meld together when you run your own business. Is there a way that you create that separation, that distinction more effectively? Well, you know what? I was guilty of that, always looking at my phone, wanting to respond to inquiries right away. And I think the uh, management system that I have helps me with the templates that I have, helps me respond a lot quicker 
So if I do do that while I'm with my family, it's seconds as opposed to writing out an email. Also, just making sure that I I don't mix the two. So um, you know, making sure I, I do all, I work very hard during the week to make sure that you know my weekends are free, especially if I'm doing a wedding on a Saturday, then I want to make sure that I'm fully present for my family on a Sunday. So I really try to get everything done during the week. Yeah, that's an interesting point that you, you bring up too, because I've this is something that I've been thinking about. It's been more front of mind for me as of late, the idea of working hard and fast during the day so that the evenings are truly free for my kids where I'm not, I don't feel like you know I need another half hour in email or another hour to, to finish this project or handle this thing that I take advantage of the time while they're at school and and start the day early and just go in hard and fast so that easily by four or five o'clock I can be done and I can really focus on them, be present with them. I think that's really important. I think it's also important, you mentioned the significance of developing or using the software, like a CRM of some kind that enables you to be able to efficiently manage incoming communication in such a way that you're, you're creating expectations so somebody so this potential client knows how and when you're going to get back in touch with them so you don't feel that sense of urgency, that kind of FOMO almost, that you're going to miss out on business because you, you didn't respond to their email 30 seconds later. I, I see that, that tendency in some photographers, and, and I think it takes away from being present and just living, especially when it comes to developing relationships with the important people in our lives. So I, I like that principle as well. I really appreciate you kind of sharing your perspective on this, and I know this is a very brief conversation. It's a big topic, um, but... I'd love for our listeners to at least be able to follow what you're doing, your photography business. Will you share uh, your social media as well as your website so those listening in can check it out? Yes, definitely. My website is LisetteGatliff.com and my Instagram is LisetteGatliffPhoto. Perfect. And I'll spell that out for our listeners too. It's L-I-S-E-T-T-E and then G-A-T-L-I-F-F. And we'll link to these in the show notes as well, BocaPodcast.com for those of you listening in. But thank you again, Lisette, for making time for the Boca Podcast. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thanks so much for listening to the Boca Podcast today. Will you let us know what you think by leaving a review of the podcast in iTunes or maybe in the Apple Podcast app? And I'd love to hear from you personally with your thoughts about the podcast, maybe suggestions about future topics and guests for the show. My direct email is nathan at photographersedit.com. The Boca Podcast is brought to you by Photographers Edit, custom image editing for the wedding and portrait photographer. Just visit photographersedit.com. <laughs>